You are listening to episode 16 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be the beginning of a month-long conversation that we are going to have about mental health. May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. I know, I know, there's a month for nearly everything and a day to celebrate all kinds of different things. And yet, I think that this is so important that I'm dedicating my podcasts to this topic this month, as well as my post this month. I will really be alerting us to the fact that it's okay to talk about mental health. The first thing that I want to mention is the definition of health. The one that I looked up and loved the most, so I'm going to share it with you, is that health is a state of physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease. I think for many of us, mental health is something that we don't often think about, and we think, hmm, yeah, I know there are diseases of the brain in medicine, right? We've studied them, and if we don't have you know, severe major depression or, you know, severe generalized anxiety or bipolar disorder that like we're okay. And I'm here to tell you that mental health is a spectrum and it's really allowing for all the emotions that we have in life and talking about and getting help from others when we feel we need it. Okay, so many of us dedicate so much time to our physical health, which as physicians, of course, we believe strongly in. That's why we went into the medical field, so that we could help other fellow humans. Physical health is something that I think is somewhat revered by our society. We talk about going to the gym and getting a trainer and making sure we're eating nutritiously and getting adequate sleep. We also talk to folks about, hey, have you gotten your mammogram this year? Um, Again, this really helps our physical health to make sure that we take care of ourselves and if there's something amiss, that we catch it early. Other things that we talk to friends readily about, have you been to the dentist this year? What's the newest strength training program? We spend a lot of time and energy and money on our physical health. And isn't that so good? And I forgot to even talk about going into the doctor for routine checkups, things like that. We believe in trying to keep healthy people healthy and if something is going amiss, to dealing with that right away. Physical health, I would say we're all on board about that. Um, and in fact, I'm thinking back over the years when I've been running and training for you know marathons and things like that, and I you know get a little bit of a or my back continues to bother me again and again. And right away, I'm into physical therapy to make sure that my physical health uh, remains optimum. So again, it's not that something horribly is going awry. It's that that I noticed that things were veering off the track a bit. And so right away, I'm like, okay, what can I do to uh, aid this? And again, uh, I could probably spend a whole podcast on my love affair with physical therapists, but that's for another day. 
The reason I bring this up is that it's really easy and common and accepted for us to talk about all the ways that we care for our physical health. I would like mental health to become as easily talked about, and it starts here. Of course, as physicians, we see a lot on the uh, far spectrum of mental health when there's, you know, mental disorders and uh, diseases that can happen in the brain. And isn't that wonderful that we have treatments and tools and things available to help patients or colleagues, right, who are having a tough time with their mental health? And what I want to tell you right now at the beginning of this episode is, yes, I'm a family doc, and my talkings here today are from a coach point of view. I very much treat anxiety and depression and all of those things in the clinic. And I invite you that if you're really struggling and you're feeling down, depressed, hopeless, um, feeling overwhelmed by all your anxiety, please start with a trip to your, I'll say family doc, I'm a bit biased, but your primary care doc to get the help that you need. Okay, what I'm going to talk about today is just day to day talking about how we feel and where do we even begin with taking care of our mental health. I think it's really uh, taking a close look at how we're doing. One of my favorite things to share with you, so I'll put it out there right now, is to think back over the last week, what were my top three emotions? And then really just get curious. Hmm, what's going on? What am I feeling on the regular? And then I invite us to consider, you know, is this what I want them to be? And to allow for the fact that being humans on earth, we are going to run the gamut of the full spectrum of emotions. And to start to talk about our emotions, not as something that needs to be hidden, but as something that's just a day-to-day part of life. So for instance, a few years ago when I first started coaching, I felt frustrated an awful lot of the time. And maybe at the time I felt a little bit ashamed about the fact that I was frustrated so often. But the more I've worked with my coach, the more I recognize, hey, it's not a problem that I feel frustrated sometimes. It's not a problem that I feel, you know, stressed on the regular or more prone to worry. We're all wired differently. We've all had different experiences or life, and all of it is okay. But to start to explore our mental health by saying, hey, what's really going on with me and how am I really feeling is really a great way to start. And again, if I recognize that I'm feeling pretty down and a bit hopeless, that that is a sign that I should get in and see somebody and talk about it. It is not a fault of character. I tell this to my patients in clinic all the time. It is not a fault of character to have a mental health problem. It is not a fault of character to be struggling, right? We live in a society where you're supposed to put on a happy face and just go forward and do all the time and not, you know, complain to others. Here's the deal. I don't think that talking about how we really feel amounts to complaining, Many of us do vent to our friends, and my thought is at least we're saying out loud that there's some tough stuff going on. I think it might be more useful to get in and see a therapist to talk about these things, but I am so pro-friendship and letting it be known that there are things going on in our life that are causing us struggles. Because you know what? It feels good to know that we're not alone. 
our brain can be somewhat of an asshole. I've said it before. And when we are struggling, our brain's going to tell us, you're the only one. If only you were stronger, better, smarter, quicker, you wouldn't have this problem. And you can get in this real cesspool of the way that your mind talks to yourself. And so it is good to normalize by talking with others that were having struggles. But I also believe in like, how can we be very constructive? And another thing that I often tell my uh, patients in clinic is we should be born and given a therapist. Why? Because life can be challenging. And it's really nice to have an outside point of view, sit and listen non-judgmentally and help give us tools. I would have to say as a coach, I can also offer that loving, non-judgmental point of view that points out you know, how your brain is making things harder for you. Again, I'm gonna say right here, I'm not a therapist and on this podcast, I'm not acting as a physician. I'm speaking from my life coaching point of view, but I found it to be so helpful for myself Uh, and for my clients in their overall mental health. The reason being is we talk about emotions a lot. And when we talk about allowing all of the emotions, we have so much less shame and judgment when shitty things come up for us, okay? And we start to learn to recognize patterns in the way that we're thinking. Now, I'm getting a little bit off track into, you know, coaching. And I think one of these upcoming episodes, I'll talk a little bit about the differences and the similarities between coaching and therapy. Um, But I would have to say that both can be helpful for your mental health. I would say that if you have a diagnosis such as severe major depression, that starting with a therapist uh, and a physician would be the way to start. I'd also love for you to consider other things that might contribute to your mental health, right? Some people find journaling to be helpful. Some people find a gratitude journal to uh, be a way to tap into feeling a little bit better uh, mentally. Um, Taking walks in nature, taking time for yourself, allowing yourself to just be and have some self-compassion All of these things can contribute to your mental health, kind of like going to the gym to help strengthen your physical body. You do gratitude journaling to help your mental health, right? I find coaching for me to be phenomenal, and I really look forward to the hour I spend with my coach every week. We talk a lot about emotions, and we talk a lot about, you know, what struggles I'm having and where I want to go. I love having that one hour every week where there is just pure unconditional love supporting me on my journey as a human being, I guess is how I'd have to say it. Um, And in having worked with therapists in the past, I've also found that to be very helpful. Um, But at this point, my uh, weekly session with the coach has been phenomenal in taking care of my mental health. And it makes me just feel strong and ready to face the world. Um, So I just ask you, what are you doing for your physical health? Maybe write that down. And then the next question, what am I doing for my mental health? And wouldn't it be wonderful if we could start talking about it more easily, more readily? The National Alliance on Mental Illness has a wonderful uh, saying that they're using this month, and I'm going to 
Use it here. And I'd love you to use it with your friends and family. You are not alone. Feeling alone when you're feeling down, when you're feeling like you're the only one struggling, can be a very scary place. So let's just normalize it. You are not alone. The other thing that I've been using this month in my posts and I got from the National Alliance of Mental Illness is hashtag stop the stigma. I know that as physicians, you care about the health of your colleagues, of your patients, and of yourself. So I invite you to go forth this week, talk about your feelings, check in how other people are doing, and hashtag stop the stigma. Until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.